Hey, PaleoGo family, and welcome to another episode of the PaleoGo Show. I'm your host, Dylan Fladhammer, CEO and founder of PaleoGo Bars. Uh, and today I'm going to talk about why cheat days fucked me up. This whole kind of mentality and culture around cheat days. Um, a lot of people kind of recommend them, and I can, I can kind of understand. Um, and I'm sure they work for some people, right? Everything typically in the wide world of possibilities and people, um, something will work for everyone, typically. Especially if it's gained some sort of popularity or, you know, rise. Uh, it's likely that there are some people who cheat days might work for. However, based on my personal experience and, and kind of my social, you know, circle of people who are also trying to, uh, you know, fix their health and, and go on various lifestyle choices, whether it's paleo or vegan or whatever, uh, cheat days are really fucked up. <laughs> like, because it's this, I think it's it's fundamentally broken because it comes from this kind of grounds or like base that you can cheat on your lifestyle or that you would even want to cheat on your lifestyle, right? I feel like the main argument for it um, from from someone who I respect and follow, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, if you read his book, The 4-Hour Body, he has a diet or lifestyle that he prescribes to called the slow carb diet. Uh, and in his prescription, he allows for a cheat day every 7 to 10 days, his rationale being that you can get through the 7 to 10 days by telling your mind or telling yourself that you can then have whatever you want, you know, once a week, once every 10 days, uh, and that's how you can eat clean and then have these cheats. However, I even find uh, following Tim a lot, I really, re again, I really respect him uh, his books are phenomenal, especially the four-hour uh, work week, sorry, the four-hour work week. Um, however, I find as I'm following him, as, as he's a public figure, you know, even if you hear his nuances, he kind of talks about going a little off the rail and getting a little crazy. And so I, I just don't like it. I think, again, I think everything is mindset and it's almost self-sabotage to think about, you know, cheating on your lifestyle or on your diet. Like, you can cheat. And by that, I mean, I think you reach real success, at least in my personal account, having done this for six years, you, re you reach real success when you realize that it is a lifestyle. Meaning, there is no failure in the true sense because, like, you you actually can't fail so long as you continue to follow this path. And again, to highlight with my personal story, even in the darkest, shittiest times, when I prescribed to this cheat mentality, which really, really fucked me up, the, the, the core, the foundation that kept me going was I believed in the paleo diet. I believed in the thesis of what we ate as a species pre-agriculture. And so no matter how much I cheated, quote unquote, I always went back to it because I knew that as a foundation or that as like 
the the theory or the ideology of what the paleo diet is, what the, what the science is based on, just made sense. So I always came back to it. But how I really kind of unlocked, besides some of the tactics I shared yesterday, was this notion of getting to a place where there is no cheating. And so I'm going to kind of, there's a couple pieces I want to go into on this. One being that, again, that there is no cheating, that you really can't cheat because everything is a choice. You're following a lifestyle for certain reasons, typically because you're trying to go somewhere, whether it's your energy or your health or cure, you know, your autoimmune disorders. There's a reason you've kind of got to where you are today, to following a paleo diet or following some other lifestyle like keto or or vegan, whatever kind of got you from going standard American diet to now following the prescription, I use air quotes, prescription of one of these lifestyles. And this whole notion of, of cheat day is, is literally self-sabotage, right? If you're on this thing for a reason, again, whether it's weight loss or you want to improve your energy or you want to heal your IBS or your eczema or whatever, you're here for a reason, right? You have a goal, something you want to attain, and that's why you're trying to learn and trying to be disciplined and trying to eat right and trying to, you know, exercise. And you're trying to do all these things so that you can get from where you are today to the vision of what you see in your head, typically because you're trying to solve a pain point in your life. Like pain is what motivates us to change. So you're on this trajectory and literally all a cheat day is, is it's fucking self-sabotage. It's actually exactly the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. Now let that sink in for a second. Cheat day mentality is literally the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. Literally, like it's actually not helpful in any means towards where you're trying to go. And for all of my cheating that I've ever done, even when it doesn't reach like a dark place, even when it's just, you know, kind of cheating, again, super big air quotes, I wish you could see, uh, it's never that great. Like I always say, uh, always you know, my partner hears it the most because we spend a lot of time together. I always say to her, it was never worth it. Like, you know, that ice cream or that whatever. And like, again, I'm going to dive into, I don't believe these things are cheats anymore. And so sometimes we indulge in things that, you know, aren't inside the strictness of our, our diets and lifestyles. And so whenever we have these things, I'm just like, yeah, it wasn't worth it. Like, it tasted good. There was some oral pleasure. There might be a little bit of a sugar high. But then there's all the like afterward, there's the crash. And then there's just like, I don't feel near, like I might not even feel bad anymore because I don't go crazy, which is good. So I've gone from like before feeling really shitty to now I just, I might feel neutral after eating some dairy-free ice cream, but I don't feel great. Like if I had a salad, like salads make me feel great afterward having some ice creams like it was nice and then it's like meh it wasn't worth it so let's transition into this because it's like everything's a bit of a duality so 
first point, cheat day culture is actually opposite of what you want. Now, however, let me caveat because I just touched on this a little bit. When you're following a lifestyle, the whole point of this is to be a lifestyle. Meaning, again, you can't you can't fail it. You can't fuck it up. Like, just because I'm supposed to be following paleo, but like today I go get some dairy-free ice cream with my partner, it's like, I don't really consider that a cheat anymore. It's like, it's just a I don't even I don't even try to use the languaging treat either because it's like we have a lot of fucking emotional issues when it comes to food and like and especially with like treating or re- rewarding ourselves with foods that like again aren't part of our diet is like is we've we've completely misunderstood why we're following this thing if we think we're treating ourselves to something outside of that. So like if I consider going and getting dairy-free ice cream as a treat because I've been good, meaning I've been disciplined in following my paleo diet and eating super clean and being low-carb, well, then I've missed the point because I'm treating myself with foods that like aren't going to help me reach my goal. And so now I start building this emotional attachment to any time I'm doing well, I'm going to go treat myself with something that is the opposite of where I'm trying to go. And so I don't use treat mentality. Uh, I don't use cheat mentality. I've gotten better because even for me, as like as I've kind of progressed through my journey, I used to get super emotional because a lot of times when I'd have this food, it'd bring up kind of the all the like the the memories and the pain of like the deep dark places I went and I was always a little fearful that I'd end up back in those places uh, because it the spiral was easy to get trapped into and, and next thing I knew I was in this dark place and so for a while I did I used to get super emotional if I went a little bit like a little too much like maybe we got ice cream and then maybe we got a cookie and and again I'll preference uh, if you guys haven't been following, whenever I'm talking about these foods like ice cream or cookies, um, I'm going to do my best to really clarify that like it's always paleo-friendly, quote-unquote, meaning it's always gluten-free, dairy-free, uh, soy-free typically. Um, and I'll, I'll get to this third part when I talk about uh, bright lines in in kind of this this podcast talking about cheats. So again, just to clarify, when you hear me talk about like getting ice cream or cookies, it's still like the paleo versions, or it's definitely always gluten-free, dairy-free. My food intolerances are a bright line. They're a hard line in the sand. I don't cross those because I've I've experienced way too much pain. They're never worth it. So even when I go and have these, these foods, these desserts that are kind of outside my staple, uh, they're always still to a certain standard of excellence. I don't go crazy you know, there's still a lot of foods that I just won't even bother touching, you know, grains, wheat, especially being uh, a line I just never cross. Um, so yeah, anytime, you know, I'm we, we might go out and, and again, sometimes we can get a little crazy when we're visiting new cities just because there's lots of options. It's exciting. We live in a really small town and like there's nothing here. Uh, so we get excited and we want to try stuff. And, and I kind of 
used to get a little crazy in the sense of like we might have one, two, maybe three things. We'd still have like some good meals in the day, um, but I'd get I'd get the sads is what I called it. It's like partially coming down from the sugar high, partially like not feeling so good and and having a lot of emotional like tied up in feeling good, especially again, you know, only a few years ago I was in this dark place. So there's that kind of tie back. But over the last, I'd say year, um, I've been getting better at just accepting it is like, like if I'm, I'm fully in control. And so if I said yes to going and getting ice cream, it's like, the worst thing I can do at that point, especially post eating it, is to like put all this regret and shame and like negative emotions on it. Cause like, the, how is my body supposed to digest it and like enjoy the experience if I'm if I'm just corrupting it because it's like I'm instantly regretful. And again, this can go so many ways. I think that's good to a point. Uh, especially a point in your journey, right? If you're still struggling a lot, but right. A, there's a good quote. It's like, uh, what got you to Egypt won't get you to the promised land. Meaning often what got you here, the tactics, the mindset isn't the same thing that's going to get you to the next place. So like it did take some amount of like instant regret eating a lot of these foods to really get me to a, a new level of eating clean. Uh, and now that I'm I'm good where I'm at, I'm confident, I don't waver very much, like I have a new high bar as far as my health, when I have some of these desserts or indulgences, uh, it's now my job to reprogram my brain to not uh get so like upset or regretful or angry and it's like I made that choice and so the best thing I can do in response to that is a fully enjoy it and b just be okay with it it's like you know too late I ate the ice cream and I enjoyed the eating the ice cream and now being regretful of it isn't actually going to help me because for me I'm just beating myself up because it's like the regret isn't going to push me to get better because I'm already happy where I am as far as like this doesn't happen often. If it happened a lot or if it was like common, that's when it's good to use, you know, that energy, that regretful energy or that dark energy. If it's actually going to push you towards your goals, great. But for me, I recognize it's like where I'm at, that energy isn't going to get me to the next level. So I just should enjoy it. I should just, you know, not again not delight in all of this negativity because it's actually not moving me in so to to tie it back into the whole point is once you actually get your mind wrapped around that you're on this lifestyle journey and again i i think about that not in terms of like paleo diet or vegan diet or or necessarily that you're going to follow one your whole life because you might do one and realize it's not working for you and then i think you should change but you know you have to give it some real like Give it some time, really invest in it, make sure that, you know, a lot of people quit something in a month and they're like, it didn't work for me. And I'm like, man, it took me years, years to get to a good place. And now over the next few years after that, I'm really enjoying the benefits because it's this 
constant uphill climb. You know, it's a dance, there's a little back and forth, um, but I'm going in a forward direction. I'm getting better year after year. And so once you realize that this is your life, that this is your life, how you eat, it's all a lifestyle because it's literally your life. It's you have to make decisions about food for the rest of your life. Sorry if that's scary or terrifying, but it should be really enlightening. It's like literally for the rest of your life, you're going to make food decisions. So you can either make smart ones or not so smart ones. And it's like, and you're going to live with the consequences of both. And so why I don't like cheat mentality is one, I think, again, from the get, it actually is self-sabotaging. It's actually not what you're wanting. You know, it's you're just some coming to the cravings. You know, there's other things you can do to deal with that, to get over it. But the problem is, is you can get yourself stuck in this habit loop of like cheating every seven to 10 days and making yourself feel like shit. It's like binge drinking, right? On the weekends, it's like you're fine for the week and then you go out and for the week, weekend, and then you wake up the next day and you feel like shit and you're like, oh, and then you're good for the week and you do it again and again. It's just like, why the fuck are we doing this? It, It just doesn't make any sense to me. Secondly, once you realize you can't, quote unquote, cheat your diet anyways, then you can start unpacking a lot of like the emotional extra baggage that you attach to it. You know, the self-punishment, the turmoil, or like, again, what, what made it so much worse for me, and I wish I knew this, was like, if I, if, if, and if I had this mentality, I think this is great. I'm happy this came to my mind. If I had this mentality... I actually don't think I would have gone to the dark places. Now, I'm super grateful for it because it's it's part of my story. It's who I am. But if I had this mentality of I couldn't actually cheat on my paleo diet, then if I had the one cookie, I might have just stopped at the one cookie and been fine. The problem is, and I shared a little bit of my story yesterday, but I'll, I'll recap short uh, for those who are just listening to this one, is I would eat a cookie you know, gluten-free, dairy-free cookie. And because I cheated my diet, quote-unquote, then I went off the fucking rails for the rest of the day. Then it was like, it went from like being okay to like a gluten-free cookie to like McDonald's fast food and a shake because I haven't had that in a month and I fucked up my diet today. So I might as well eat everything that I've been holding back from within this day before I go to bed because then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be 100% strict again and then I'm never going to eat this food again. So right now, today, in the next 10 hours is my only opportunity for the rest of my life to eat everything I've been holding off since last cheat day, everything I've been holding off, get it all in my face because tomorrow I'm never going to eat this stuff again. And that's how I went on for a year. Like, it was ridiculous. To the point where even a square of dark chocolate would then lead to like fucking McDonald's. It was bad. And it's because I had this mentality of that I was somehow cheating or fucking up by having a piece of dark chocolate. That's the fucking story I had in my head. Like I could sit here and smile and laugh about it now. But at the time it was fucking miserable. It was bad. Like I like. uh, You could tell I was struggling because of – it's just – it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous that that was my programming, that one square of dark chocolate led to literally self-punishment, 
McDonald's fast food, a dozen donuts from Tim Hortons. Like, it got bad. And so if you realize that everything is mindset and that you actually can't cheat your diet, and if you go have whatever, a slice of pie at a birthday party or at Thanksgiving, and even if it makes you feel shit afterward, take it. You know, accept the pain, let it move you, let it be like, oh shit, I need to actually say no to this next time because this really sucks. Just don't let it mean to put more in your face. You're like, oh, well, I already feel like shit, so I might as well have a second slice. And that's when it gets really bad. Like, this is when we're definitely not helping ourselves. We're only making things worse. And it's literally just a mindset. So if you can just get your mind that you actually can't cheat on the, you know, your lifestyle, you'll be fine. Now, I'll touch on the third point super quick, is the other reason I don't like cheat days is because I really like this concept of bright lines, and I and for two reasons. One, it's, it's actually going to help you avoid pain or, like, you know, help you move forward uh, and help you from slipping too far back. So what a bright line is is... It's literally a defining line in the sand, meaning when you draw it, you never re-step that line. And so for me, I've added them over the years as I've gotten, you know, further towards where I want to go and recognizing some things just aren't worth it. So when I first started paleo, way back at the beginning, at that point where I was, I didn't recognize my food intolerances, meaning I didn't recognize the symptoms that gluten had on my body. Therefore, my cheats were just like no holds barred. It was like anything was possible uh, because paleo at that point was more of a uh, dietary choice rather than having to avoid certain foods because uh, I was clear that certain foods caused me issues while other foods didn't. Over the years, though, I came to recognize my intolerances to certain foods, gluten, dairy, soy, eggs, that had profound negative effects, and just got to a place where I finally, after, you know, cheating, quote-unquote, indulging, eating those foods enough that the pain was so black and white obvious, like I, like that I needed to test it a hundred times for my my ego and my brain to finally recognize, like, okay, <laughs> like, I actually just can't eat these foods anymore. I can't keep lying to myself. It is super, super evident that anytime I have dairy, I just have a whole host of digestive problems. So maybe I should stop having dairy. As much as I want it, as much as I love it, as much as all of the excuses everyone ever puts to eating foods they know they have intolerances to. You just need to get to a place of like, I actually can't have this food. And so that's what a bright line is. So as I've progressed through the years, I've, I've added these bright lines where it's like, the first one was, the first two, I think they were right around the same time, was, was dairy and gluten, where it's like, absolutely can't have these things. So when I did indulge, or, you know, eat foods that weren't part of my prescription, 
I wouldn't eat dairy or gluten foods. I would go and find non-dairy, non-gluten-containing foods because then at least I knew, even though I was going to eat, you know, a gluten-free cookie, which is still a cookie, it's still not going to make me feel great, I wasn't going to suffer as bad. And so even that mitigation helped me kind of upgrade my indulgences. Um, I'll share a funny story. So because I've been doing this for a while, it's like I'm kind of looked to as someone who, you know, has a lot of success in this field. And naturally so. Like I've put in six years and it's not like I've kind of like slacked and fucked around for six years. It's like I've kind of been obsessed and I'm always pushing the bounds. And and so in my circle, I consider myself as far as a nutrition and eating clean standpoint, like I'm number one. And like, mind you, I'm in a small pool. Uh, and so, you know, there is that. I, I am looking for people to challenge that because I want to be around people who are better than me. That's going to help me grow. But like in my circles... I'm I'm top dog. And so I'm looked to as the whatever the paleo person or like the the health guy. And it's funny whenever I talk about kind of my indulgences or or again it's it's weird to try not to use cheat. I'm trying not to use it, but it's like but that's the word that's commonly used. So to to you know whenever I cheat even though I don't I don't think of it the same way, and so that's why I don't like using the word. But whenever I eat foods that aren't, you know, following a strict paleo diet, uh, my friends literally tell me all the time that, like, my quote-unquote bad foods or my quote-unquote cheat foods are better than their main foods. And so this just kind of, I wanted to share that story. Like, it just kind of, like, highlights, like, as you go through and you set these bright lines as you progress it's like i've reached a level where like even my indulgence of ice cream or whatever is better than what most people eat normally or or far better than what most people indulge in uh so those are kind of the main three points to recap i fucking don't like cheat days because they really fucked me up because by prescribing to the notion of cheat days, you're actually just self-sabotaging. You're literally planning and getting excited to eat foods, to have this day that goes exactly against why you started on this path to begin with. So just recognize that by doing that, by getting kind of locked in into this, this planned indulgence every week, no holds barred to go crazy you're actually going in the opposite direction. And it's like, it's not that one day because sometimes it bleeds over and it takes your body a few days to kind of bounce back. So like if you're cheating every seven days, it's like one to three of those days, it's like you're going in the opposite direction. And so like four days a week, then you so it's like three days back, four days forward. That That doesn't sound like good metrics. I prefer like at least a week, like, two weeks, 30 days, like, you know, keep pushing up because then when you do slide back a little bit, you've gotten so much further. Number two is you can't cheat your lifestyle. You can't cheat your diet. 
Like, if you really understand that, have your fucking gluten-free cookie. Enjoy it. Be okay with it. But then just stop there. Like, enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it for the oral pleasure. Or enjoy it for the social atmosphere. Like, enjoy the fuck out of it. I'm trying to do that better myself. Enjoy it and then stomp there. You're not a failure. You didn't cheat. You didn't fuck up. You just had a cookie. It's okay. <laughs> Everything is fine. But just stop there. Don't let that, in both cases, whether it's self-punishment to get worse or now that you've kind of activated the dopamine receptors in your brain, recognize your brain's going to want more. Don't indulge in that either, right? Like you have to have some discipline. Like if you're going to eat the cookie, recognize like you're going to want more. But you need to stop and you need to not self-punish. Thirdly, have some bright lines. I think this is super, super important because if, if you're going to go have that cookie and still feel okay, if you're gluten intolerant and you're going and having a real cookie, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know you're going to feel so much shitty, so much like worse than if you spent the effort to go like find a, a cool gluten-free bakery or like go find an, a better product, right? Mitigate the downside. Like, and that's going to tie back into number two, which is going to help you enjoy it. If you can go get something awesome, like we were in Toronto and we found a, a paleo bakery that had keto treats, which is pretty fucking cool. Like that shit I don't eat ever. And so we went there, I think three or four days of the seven days we were there and we got a couple things. And, you know, it doesn't, I, you know, I did feel amazing after each time having them, but it was a nice experience. But I would have felt so shitty had we gone to, like, a regular bakery and got stuff that was made with wheat and dairy. And so if you mitigate the risks, then you can go enjoy it more because you know you're not going to have all these consequences afterward. I think that's it. I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I super appreciate your attention and I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.